It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, that's loyalty. Without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I think you may have something here. It is a Valentine's Day installment of the Fawcast. Welcome. A lot of love in the air. There's a lot of love in the air. I love you guys. It doesn't smell. It doesn't smell like cat piss. Apparently today. <laughs> no, it, it not, was cat food, wasn't it? Whatever yeah, it was, it, you're, it, you're it, not you're not complaining cat, about it. Cat food. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's good to be here. There's yeah. nowhere I'd rather be. Nick's what are you guys there up? tapping his mic? You're better? fine. There yeah, go. you're good. You're good to go. You got it's it's so funny. And I you keep in mind I do this often, where I take this podcast equipment around to people who aren't like in the business of audio. Yeah. And you guys are always so distracted by like the headsets. It's so funny. Well, something changed on mine. No, I know. From when we were talking before. It's so, so. funny cuz like I'll go in there to like Campbell and he's just like tapping on his ear. Well, we're, Mike, we're you're, like you're just, fine, coach. I'm I, looking I just at said it right here. I just said a word. Sometimes you say things in this mic and you hear it like a static sound in your ears and you're always like, "Oh, they can't hear that on that end." Yeah. But we don't know that. So, what I do though, there's a cool there's a nifty little deal. It's called Classic Soft Knee. Mhm. Boom. Hit that and it erases all of it. Oh. Yeah. So when you edit these when you put them up? Yep. Classic Soft Knee, like Classic Soft Knee is what it's called. Like take a knee. Van Harden taught me that. But you the great Van Harden. But you have to know where it's happening in each episode, or does it show you that? And just no, it does. Like you, I highlight the entire episode and I run the Classic Soft Knee over it. And Boom! It it erases all that crap. These things, man. These things that we learn. That's that's nice. Championship level podcasting here at the Cyclone Fanatic Pocket. Hey, um, real quick. Yeah. I, um, I want to issue an. An official invite oh. to the podcast. Got it. The gal who responded on the Twitter last week about the delis. You're, there yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Rachel. Yeah. Rachel. Yeah. Um, I love Rachel. She's awesome. Yeah. And I want to invite her to the podcast. She's a very interesting cat. She. I've met Rachel, and she tells me that she's interesting. So is she's, she, she going to be able to back it up? Diehard clone fan. Yeah. Um, I think it's like public. I think I can say she was the like she worked on Mitt Romney's campaign the old back Mitt. in 2016. Like it, she's just a very interesting person. Yeah. Her and I like we'll we'll sit down to like talk just and it ends up we we just talk about all kinds of crap. She's been Jones in to be on this for a little while. Now. Is she bringing food? She's great. A gift mean, bag? Why do you got to put those type of expectations on her? Because that's, that's what I said yeah. on Twitter. I'm like you got to bring some food to be on this. Got to bring something. Anyway, it's it's a new rule. It is hot out today. It is not like, hot. It is. You keep saying that. It is hotter 
than you got a full giraffe's on, rear end. That makes no sense. But you've got <laughs> full-on menopause going. Are you are you nervous about something? I'm always nervous about everything, Mark. Maybe take off the Under Armour pullover you've got on. That might help. That's a decent start. Okay. You know? Well, why, on, you wearing, gonna, why are you wearing three shirts, man? I only have two shirts on. I'm going to take <clears> this <throat> off, and I'm going to go get me a... KK a, does like to keep it a little... Do we want to periscope this? Are we going to periscope Chris taking the shirt off? I don't I don't know if that's good viewing or not. You know what we should periscope? Well we should show we should periscope uh KK showing off her maternity pants she's wearing for the first super time proud. today. She was super proud of those. First time she? today. They go what did she say? they New- go all the way up to yeah. her uh her her late her lady bits. It was new no, f- not not lady bits. That wouldn't be her uh what sweater puppies? O- over what? the lady bits, lady bits, right? What were you gonna say? They pull up so the, high. Newfound glory. They pull up so high, I think she could duck her head into them. That's how high they go up. But she says they're wonderful. Is it like the material you can see out of, but they can't see in, like those masks and yeah, stuff? Like, she's, if you pull she, it over your head and just walk around with a, a giant pair of pants? She's officially reached the stage where she said, like, you know she what? She doesn't you know give what? an F anymore. F, F zippers. I don't care like, about Like, I'm any. tired of zippers and jeans. So, from here on out, she's in nothing but sweats. Another four or five months. Yeah. Do you remember that? I remember uh, that point. with your yeah. wife. I call that my thirties. Yeah, Did stop worry about your zippers. wife wear the maternity pants. That's my wife any day. She's not a big fan of jeans or no. My wife will just wear those leggings constantly. Yeah, it's a thing. This Speaking of wives, like, what's the Valentine's plan? Oh man. Well, so I left the house today, and the wife says, "No need to buy me anything. I bought myself chocolates." So that was nice. <laughs> So she that, did. She did. Not a lot of thought in that. She posted a picture of a box of chocolates that she purchased for herself. So I, I don't think I'm off the hook per se. How was the wake up call today? Uh, <laughs> she would kill me if I said what the actual wake up call was, and it's not involved in sex. So <laughs> I promise you, she's had a bit of an upset tummy the past few days. That was the wake up uh, call. Diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. It woke, it woke you up, huh? Well, no, it didn't wake me up. I just woke up to she, the, the fact that it's been going on. Did she go in there and, like, run the faucet so you no, can't hear? No, no. Like, put the fan on? No. No, not enough of that, unfortunately. What so. do you do? Do you guys uh, – what about you, Nick? Do you do dinner? Do you do uh, anything like that? Uh, normally try to do something. Uh, I'm going to give the gift of not being home tonight. So I think Where hopefully go? she'll <laughs> – got to ref some hockey tonight. Hmm. So uh, hopefully she'll enjoy the, the time to herself. My wife and I are going to go out to a quick lunch. After this, because I have to be out doing radio all night. I think I'm be trying to fire that all one night. Up here. You're doing radio all night. Well, I have my show, and then the Cyclone Fanatic show is until seven. That's a nice humble brag. And then <laughs> I'll then, be doing my show. Yeah. And then by the time I would get home, you know, kids need to start winding down and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just there's not a lot of possibility. By the way, I don't want to gloss over. We can get back to Valentine's Day because it is Valentine's Day. But Nick mentioned he rests hockey. Uh, so Nick, we hear a lot about reps, right? Bowling calls. So I talk, <laughs> I, I talk with Nick once in a while about, um, the, the industry, uh, and hockey's obviously very different than your basketball and football, but he's still out there reffing. And I've asked the question before, what happens when you, like you blow a call and you know that you blow a call. And one of the things he said, which was interesting is basically going over to another ref and telling that ref very quietly, uh, I just totally butchered that and blew that call. So I need you to overturn it because, uh, like, we're discussing it. Talk, talk trying, me through it. Trying to get it right. Wow. And then you're going to overturn me. He says that's a thing, and uh, it's probably a good thing for the sport. 
Well, I mean, you know, two sets, three sets of eyes is better than one. You know, if 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 I, I if that. I reacted incorrectly and I'm all of a sudden doubting myself, and yeah. I got somebody else that can also doubt me, I, I'm I, I respect that. I respect what that a hell of a lot more than the guy who's just too stubborn and won't change his mind. Like, right. isn't the whole point to get the call right? Exactly, and that's what I don't care. I mean, I don't have I don't have the ego, and most guys don't. Like, you know, like you didn't want to get the call right. If you messed it up, figure it out. But let's get it right. That's the problem. Like, there's just – there's so many really great referees out there, and they have, like, awesome – the reason they, – they're there for the right reasons. It It's kind of like highway patrolmen, though, in the sense that it takes, like, three dudes with little man syndrome who are just really mean. To ruin it for everybody. And you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I have a couple friends like that from high school, like the little guys who are just – you know, and that they're just jerks. Yeah. And – that like ninety nine percent of like the cops are really good guys and they're there for but then like there's that one guy who there's a there's a few I, there's a few that get into the profession to get back at people I, that's that's a thing yeah and it, but like with, with officials it's like the, the ones that make everybody look bad are the bullheaded ones who have the egos yep. I don't know that's and you just got to do it long enough where you differentiate yourself from those other people you know it's yeah i mean what i do everybody knows me i know all the coaches and everything i actually know some of the coaches listen to this so don't ask me for any favors uh after hearing some, <laughs> some inside info here um but uh you know they know who the other guys are there too i mean it's it's a small community especially with hockey in, in central iowa and everything so is uh, hockey growing i i think it is yeah seems I mean, like i think it, the it last past be. couple years but yeah i mean uh, yes and no I don't know. I don't, I don't keep track of are like there the player more, numbers. Are there but, more I mean, kids? We're struggling for officials just like every other sport seems to be doing, you know, as far as guys sticking around or younger guys wanting to get into it. Uh, See, I always feel like the <clears throat> problem with, like, college basketball is it's so hard to get to the top. Like, it's just and no – Because yeah. there's so many, like, 60-year-olds who just refuse to retire. Yep. And we've, we've tried – we had that same problem. And we've had uh, kind of newer guys come in and try to change that. I help try to change that. But uh, when you're trying to get a 16-year-old kid – to get into refing yeah. and he's still playing. Yeah. Like it's hard for him to get a number of games in to kind of be able to sure. supervise them a little bit and get that experience. You know, so it's kind of it's a two way street there too, you know? Can't believe we're talking about hockey on the fucking We're not, we're talking about officiating. Oh, whatever. So uh back to the holiday today. Um so Nick's gonna be gone. He's not doing anything. Chris is going uh lunch. That's uh yeah, I'm doing that. That's about it. Where, you, got, where are you guys going for lunch? I don't know. She's going to text me, and I'm going to meet her somewhere. Well, let the wife pick. That's, that's maybe, noble. Maybe I'll talk to uh, Amy. Maybe we'll double date it up. Oh. Maybe do Yeah. Yeah. You know oh. what I'm talking <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, I get, I got her. Uh, I spent six ninety nine on a card, and I'm already pissed about it. That's a lot for yeah, a card. Does it make off. noise? <laughs> no. Some of them make noise. Did that, and then uh, I got her some chocolate and a book. Do you want it? It that, was that, that was it. It's a sexy book or just a, a no, book? just a book. I, I nothing sexy about it. I don't think I've ever done this, but have you guys ever done like the coupons? Like, oh, this is good for one free yep. shoulder massage. Yep, yeah. I've done it. I admit it. I've done it. I doubt any of them are cashed in, to be <laughs> honest. But I, I've certainly done it. Uh, I think I've had those given to me before, and I don't think I probably cashed them in. But yeah. Uh, yeah, the redemption it, process is awkward. It, it's it's an idea. It's forty yeah. degrees out. That's hot. It's got problems, dude. It's hot out. It's yeah, okay. You need to re- look up the definition of hot, I guess. 
because it's not. It's it's balmy compared to the last few days. There you go. It is 60 degrees warmer than it was two weeks ago. So Nick's got something for us well, for, for Valentine's Day. I mean, Day. we need to – let's get the sad news out of the way first. Uh, I saw this last night. Uh, Chris posted something about it. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, the Opportunity Rover up in, over there. Oh, up yeah, there that Mars. sucks, man. It's dead. Yeah. I did see a pretty – His head gr- fell off. <laughs> I saw a pretty great tweet related to that. I'm sure you guys saw it as well. It's like they can have a rover on Mars for, you know, lasting yeah. 15 yeah. years longer than it's supposed to, and we still can't get reliable phone access at Jack Trice on a Saturday. It's like, how the hell is this possible? It's like, Man, it's just funny. Good, like the good, thing, like, good luck got- using your phone at Jack Trice yeah. and good luck using your phone in Hilton, dude. It's like they give it feelings, though. It's like, oh, well, it's getting dark. I'm probably going to die out here. So, And then nothing. Did you read about like that actual deal? A little bit. I read the, the Washington Post had a really good piece last night. I mean, it, it's like 2,500 words, so it's, a, it's probably longer Are than that. Are there any pictures? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay good. Well, then I'll give it a shot. It, 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 that whole deal is fascinating. Like, if you think, like... Why it lasted so long? Well, so they launch it, and then you have to wait seven months. Okay? Like, I just wanted to ask this basic question. How in the hell... Their their office is in, like, Pasadena, California, where these... The control room or whatever, and it launches from Florida, Cape Canaveral. How in the hell do we tell this rover, all right, you're going to take off here. Yep. You're going to fly in space for seven months. Yep. And you're going to land in this exact spot in Mars. Yep. And then we're going to drive. Like, how does that happen? You've never driven a remote control car and before? And meanwhile, why do our phones not work in Hilton Coliseum? Think about the how amazing that is, though. Like, that, that we can press a button or program this thing to launch from Florida fly for seven months and land exactly where we tell it to at the exact speed. Because it had, like, in order to land and not crash, it has to slow down. So it's basically going, like, zero miles per hour when it lands. It's fascinating. Well, the answer to the question, how, yeah, smart people. People that are just so smart with that stuff that it blows your mind. Is it not just – are you not – I'm such a space geek. Like, I – if there's ever a new space documentary or sp- like I, I'm DVR, it's like my favorite like thing to just go off on. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with you. Do you I, hate space, Mark? Why do you hate space? <laughs> do you like Do you like the space sci-fi stuff, or are you talking about like no, real like, like documentary? Re- I like real like, stuff. I don't. Not, I don't. Not, not Star. I don't Trek, hate Apollo. space. The, my 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 issue with space is how insignificant space makes us humans. I well, mean, yeah, it's good to know that we're uh, we're a grain of sand on a beach. I mean, yeah, that, 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 that's what we, we are, and we should never. And essentially, that. like apparently, all of this goes on for infinity. And like you could just keep going and going and going, and there's no end to it. And that's tough for a human mind to comprehend. There's a there's a lot of theories out there. We're starting to know more and more about Mars because of the Opportunity rover. Yeah, and and then it's it's colleague, uh, it's it's brother Curiosity that's out there roaming the red planet right now and we're starting to learn more and more about the red planet and it's starting to look more and more like you know earth is basically going to be mars in however many million years so we better get our crap together yeah um i know but, i know that you already believe there's there's life out there so we don't need to ask you if you think there's i life don't believe i know so people ask like do you think there's more than one earth and when you realize how big everything is it seems almost improbable that we would be the only one it is improbable 
You know, it's like th- it doesn't th- seem. This is it out of something that massive. All right, here's it. There's one oh. tiny little ball out there that has the people on it, and that's it. Podcast homework for you. Okay. Watch um, history. It's a new series. It's called Project Blue Book. Okay. And it's based around this doctor. He's like a scientist who was hired by the Air Force in the 50s to investigate UFOs. Yeah. And this is like his telling of the story. Did he get kidnapped at any point? Yeah, the men in hats started coming after him because they hired him and they wanted him to like squash all the UFO stuff. Yeah. But like the more research he did and he had all these personal encounters and he starts – he he went from being a skeptic when he was hired. He didn't believe in any of it. Yeah. To being like, oh, no, this this stuff's real. And then they basically blew up the whole thing and, like, tried to, like, diminish his um, character and all kinds of stuff. The government doesn't want us to know. And you're a, you're a firm believer in this doctor, what he did. You're- Dr. Hemrick. He's actually world famous, yeah. The uh, I, Who are you going to believe, a that. bunch of politicians <clears throat> in the government or – like a, a guy with a PhD. I just, you know, it's it's not that it's improbable to think there's other life out there. It's just, are they really green and slimy? I mean, that's, nobody's that's, saying that. Yeah, you would call them little green men. You know, it's like there's, you know, have you seen the movie Signs? I mean, that's what we get, right? Anytime there's an alien movie, those dudes look the so same. Yeah, but Men in Black, they're all different. There's actually a theory out there yeah. that the government uses Hollywood to prepare us for things. Because there's a lot of stuff, if you think about it, back in the day where they would have done movies and we would have been like, oh, yeah. well, now it seems a little more realistic, right? What would you do if we're, wa- we're recording the podcast here and in walks a 10-foot-tall, slimy green creature that's clearly an alien and he walks in and says, hi, Chris? Would you, get a- would you go a give d- him a hug or would you have a little fear in your heart about well, what I'd was be- about to happen next? I'd be afraid and I'm assuming he would be too. Well, you ain't hurting him. He's- How do you know? <laughs> I don't I mean, know. He's got to figure out how to duck that head into that door. I hate the duck. Yeah, I I don't know. But uh, speaking of conspiracy theories, um, the one I actually want to know is, uh, do they actually, in arenas, make it difficult on purpose to use your phones because they don't want you on your phones? They want you tuned into the action. No. That does not I exist think, anywhere? I think Hilton, it's because of the damn... Um, concrete? Concrete. It's just a bunker. Because, like, when... When it's not full, I love how, like, I want to talk about the, like, aliens and science and stuff, and Mark just keeps going back to the cell phones. It's really funny. <laughs> well, which one affects me more, Williams? <laughs> you know? No, things so, that don't exist. Aliens and cell phone reception in Hilton. Yeah. So, for the whole point on um, Hilton, when, like, all the fans aren't there, yeah, I get fine reception there, except in certain spots. Mm-hmm. If I go down to, like, there's a certain, like, layer back behind, like, the bleachers like there's a bathroom back there and it's really in the bowels or even in the media room yeah it becomes problematic so i I do think that it's a combination of all the people but i think that the concrete has a lot to do with it and obviously at hilton this isn't a problem because we have great crowds people show up but you would think as the future of sports plays out uh like the your your team the vikings up there yeah they have Wi-Fi built into their actual mm-hmm. railings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want fans to not have an excuse to say, ah, I'm not going to that because I can't use my dang phone, and that sucks. So I think teams have to embrace the fact that we want to use our phones yeah. and tweet about what we just saw. Do you really and, think they're scrambling your signal? Um, I think uh, imagine that they have Wi-Fi set up to help you. I think they could easily turn it off. Yeah. 
if they wanted to, just because they don't want everyone on their phones. Now, again, that's not as prevalent at Iowa State as it would be at Oklahoma State, where they're not drawing people, having, yeah. a, having a problem. Um, Wasn't that where it pays to have somebody, like, in the media, they can just give you the Wi-Fi password? Allegedly, but last time I tried that, it didn't work anymore. So they changed the they, password, I think huh? they change it. You get yeah. your media got to stay on top of that. At what? How many forecasts? That becomes problematic because then everybody starts doing that, and then all of our media, then our internet sucks. There's a reason that you guys have your own Wi-Fi, yeah, and then we can't do our jobs because of all those guys. So here's a question, Chris, and it's, I've never it, it oh, seriously totally becomes a problem, it. like because yeah. internet sucked at Hilton this year because too many guys. Are here, here's here's a good question for you. Uh, I've never once in four years of doing the podcast, claim to be a member of the media, and I'm still not going to be. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to make that claim. But here's my question, Chris. When it comes to, uh, because there's so many different sources of media now, and people have their own sites and all this stuff, if you're Iowa State, when do you consider somebody media? If you're like, I want a credential, I want a pass, yeah, actually, I want whatever. I know how that works. How does it work? Because I'm you, actually curious. You have to do it like it's got to be your job. Full-time job. Yeah. So guys that have, like, the website on the side, they're not doing it. No, yeah. You've got to be either, like, employed through a legitimate, like, media company. Yeah. um, Which would be, um, you know, anything. Yeah. Or, like, for us, like, we were different. We were kind of, like, the first one to come around. And they're like, what's this cute little website you have? Um, But we were doing it professionally. Like, it's our jobs. Yeah. You know, like this is our career. This is mm-hmm. like we're putting resources into it. That's how it goes. So we just have to quit real estate, Nick. Charter House Media State. Do this, do this full time. Trust me, you guys don't want to get into media. <laughs> oh, man. I think don't, you're right. Don't do it. It looks so fun when you're all huddled in that room <laughs> waiting for the coach to come in and give his remarks for the week and give you some coach speak. Looks great. You can't get like, travel over the I place. always tell people this. It. If that's like the only time you're talking to the coaches, and that's like how you do, then you're not. Then you suck at your job. It's essentially an outdated procedure, isn't it? Yeah, that's really that. That now is turned into a piece of content for Cyclones TV, which is fine. Like yeah. they they own the rights to it, and they can do whatever they want with it. And I, I would do it that way too. I'm just saying, like, it, it doesn't it suck as a consumer to read the same like four quotes in every story? Yeah. It's it's not any good, and I wouldn't re- and I don't I wouldn't read it either. So you have to do your own work. Are you a fan of the halftime interview that we see in basketball <laughs> games as the coaches headed off the court? Yeah, it. I think it heavily depends on the coach. It does. You know who's I, great at it? Calipari. Yeah, he's fantastic. Popovich is awesome in the NBA <laughs> when he wants to be. Yeah, but like I I think it's better just. I like it more just to like watch the reaction of the coach than I care about like the actual content of it. Yeah, it's so like you're just reading into things. Well, yeah, I guess because most of them ever aren't ever going to say anything, right? But you can tell if a guy's pissed, or you can tell if he's happy because it's fresh. You know, it's like right out of the act. My takeaway with Calipari is he wants another question. Like he'll, he Calipari will just sit there and yuck it up. He likes it. It's like I don't have anywhere to be right now. Is that all you got, Holly? <laughs> give me, give me another one. I like Calipari. I don't need to coach these guys. Yeah, no, he's he is a pretty entertaining guy. Um, the uh, thanks for coming the, the the other night, by the way. Yeah, thanks for having the uh, the daddy daughter night. It was a Charter House hair night, daddy daughter hair night. Nick was here, Chris was here. We had fun. The first annual, first first of many, we first learned, of several. Yeah, I don't, well, it's up to KK. She's the one that 
knows the, the K hair. question will be if Katie's even employed here in a year. I I wonder why she stays with you guys. She K could have so many better options. She's so much more talented than this office. Hey, KK, come here, please. Come here. She's coming over. So instead of him saying that, hey, Charter, you should fire her, he's saying, hey, Katie, you should fire Charter House. No, I'm saying that I think Katie, I think that she's talented and she has a lot more to offer the world than working with you schmucks. All right, I don't, I don't have a mic anymore. So yeah, so I said, what's the over-under on how long what, you what? actually work here? Because when do you figure out that you have a lot more to offer the world? What would you say you do here? <laughs> well. What do you enjoy about this place? Oh, man. Katie, what let's, What do you expect from your husband on Valentine's Day? Nothing. That's what I'm talking about. I, I and what did you get And what did you get from your husband for Valentine's Day? He sent me a dozen roses. I said, let's not do gifts. Let's go get massages. And he's like, oh, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. So I didn't get him anything either. It really sounds like somebody needs a new accessory for their truck. So, hey, I'll send her some roses and then uh, Dude, some nice light-up running boards. Most women don't view Valentine's Day that way. I I don't know. Like, Travis, I, told, I asked him this morning. I said, aren't you going to tell me Happy Valentine's Day? And he's like, yeah, Happy Valentine's Day. And, like, so he was a smartass about it. Yeah, and he's like. Well, he was going to do it, but then you beat him to the punch and make him feel, you know, like less of a man. No, I was joking with him. <laughs> but he feels, he's like, shouldn't we love each other every day? <laughs> I said, yeah. What well, a yeah. girl response. Well, kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he's a big Valentine's Day fan. He thinks it's a little overrated. Is anybody? But I don't I don't know why he thinks that. Maybe he's had somebody in his past that expect a lot more. I've never him? expected. Is he a hurt puppy? I mean, I don't think he's a hurt puppy. But maybe somebody who expected more. I don't know. I like Valentine's, the duels at Daytona are tonight. They're at night now? The, yeah, that's right. The duels? Oh, man. Yeah, the duels. I was, the, the, it's the qualifying races for the Daytona 500. Oh. Those are tonight. You guys want to get together? They used to be during the day. Yeah, they know. It's nighttime now. Man. Prime time. On a oh, Thursday night, that's I, I got them. They're, awesome. they're being DVR'd. The duels at Daytona. Did you watch The Clash last Sunday? No, it was trash. It was. I watched it for a while. It and was. I turned it off. I couldn't handle it anymore. It was so terrible. I, <laughs> I couldn't even. And I love NASCAR. I, I could watch anything. I couldn't watch it. It was terrible. It was pretty bad. You, you saw the end, right? Yeah. Nobody cares about NASCAR, guys. I know. That's I'd rather not. watch sprint cars. Charter's like intrigued. He's over there on the edge of his seat. He, he wants more. He's I no. More. I'm just saying that I think that you have more to offer to the world than working here at Charter. She never did answer what she enjoys about this place. She kind of just, uh, well, you know, like it's it's I, like I think it's funny how many people think that I'm going to leave. You're a gym. Like it's always everybody's always like I don't know. Everybody's like making bets or. Katie, wagers you're, you're on how a, long I'm going to be here. You're a gym in a pool of a bunch of, like, gravel. Yeah, but... <laughs> All right. God, I hate to, like, boost Marcico, but, I mean, he's a pretty good boss. I kind of do what I want. I mean, his wife's going to hate that I say that. So, Katie, I am thankful for my job. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just... He's a good boss. I mean, he, you're, you're, she's not I lying. The other day, work. she she was just like had her feet up on the table without shoes on, just chilling. <laughs> I think, and then the, oh, then her feet stunk the other day too. And she's like, "Hey, my feet stink. Here are my socks." <laughs> you're a good just, um, accent to Mark, though. Yeah, I think so. Because he's, I think I keep him in check. Well, yeah, you keep him in check, but then you're kind of the 
let's be honest, you're the you're the muscle. Yeah. Something needs done. You're the one who's making the call. The problem with KK is that she's also a snitch. All right, so we're at, we're at Harpal last Saturday. We're all having a good time. I remember part <laughs> of the night. I do remember my wife going, "Hey, you need to be nice to Katie." Just after they got done chatting. So I mean, I'm not even sure what was even discussed. So, what, but were- she obviously ratted me out about something. No, I just I asked Nick. I said, "Well, did she tell you like the good I said about you?" No, He's she like, just no. said I had to be nice to you. No, because wives, like I'm not nice. to Wives her. don't ever want to acknowledge good things about their husbands. <laughs> that's how it works. That's, that's, that's not a, that's, true. Yeah, that's yeah, very true. No, I like to acknowledge the good things about my husband. For now. Yeah. You, guys have even been, you say that because enough. you want it you to be even, reciprocated. You haven't even been married a year. Nope. Sure haven't. Just wait. Give it five years. You'll hate him. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> Promise. Would you like to plug your maternity pants while you're on? All right. Would I like to what? Plug the maternity pants. Thanks for your time, Katie. We always Talk about how awesome they are. Where'd oh. you get them from? How much did you pay for them? Uh, I paid. Way how much too did much. Charter pay for them? He did not. Buy he did not buy my my maternity pants. I paid a lot, but they're worth it. Appreciate you as always, Katie. Yep. You come on and join us whenever you'd like. Sounds good. All right, buddy. It's KK. Um, Mark. My headset what, smells pretty good now. Let's, let's just it smells get, like her hair. Let's get to it. It's the elephant in the room. <clears throat> What's up? You know. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> Marty? I mean, I... It's all everybody's talking about today. We may as well get to it. <sighs> the uh, worst kept secret in the world. The amount of text messages and calls and that I've gotten about this is... It's unbelievable to me how many people are talking. Can you summarize, they can you, to know? Can you summarize them all as simply as most of them say it's about time? That, yeah, that's pretty fair. Yeah. For those that don't know, Marty is uh, first innocent until proven guilty. He is. There you go. There's our, there's our uh, get out of jail free card. Uh, but for anybody that's been associated with him, uh, n- knew of him, uh the news that broke yesterday that he's been indicted on federal charges uh, federal was was not surprising in the least i think most people thought it was a miracle it taken this long to be honest so i don't know do you have any do you have any hot takes no will you have any hot takes later on your show no i don't we have dan gable today yeah i don't think i'm going to waste a show where you have a, <clears throat> one of the great sporting legends in Iowa history by talking about that. Yeah. I don't know. It's um, certainly odd. I mean, the I have a lot of questions. That, like the, the Marty deal is like one thing. It's like we all knew it was happening. One thing that weirds me out is like what – like how is there not more reporting on it? Like what the it was in the register today? No, I'm saying leading up to it. Like City View's been all over. City View is the only one. But like talked about it ongoing. You know, but like, that that seemed from from my understanding that was kind of stemming from a personal grudge, though, was it not? They had documents and stuff. I know, but it was like an agenda. So it was it was being pushed. Fine, but like, how is the state's biggest newspaper not reporting on this con artist all those years? Was he, like, as hard as it is to believe for people that follow sports radio, was he kind of, is Marty one of those guys that was kind of flying under the radar for a normal person that's not in no. into sports radio? You, no, because 
the amount of, if you look at the stature of the guys he was ripping off yeah that's that's a big story yeah i just like i this is how i look at it today is i look back on the whole thing and i go how did our local community allow this to happen for as long as it did I th- like and and how did people keep going back? You know, here, like in- here's here's my take on why maybe it happened. I think when people that are um, very wealthy and or well known uh, get ripped off or taken they, advantage they of, it's a pride thing. They're embarrassed. Yeah, I, no, I understand. Yeah, so they don't totally understand. They don't want to yeah. make a stink. Of no, it. I I get that. I agree with that. So I think that's what it is. He was going after the right type of people. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. I, I, I do feel like our local media let everybody down on this one, though. This should have been more not in the back channels, and this should have been more like what is actually going on. I I just believe, you know, the register, and I, for what it's worth, I have a good relationship with everybody there. Yeah. Like, I don't. But, like, they ran a puff piece on him and Ken – when they started their show. I remember it didn't have like a cartoon of the, yeah. the two guys. Do you remember I remember, that? I remember seeing it, yeah. Now, I'm not saying Marty was guilty of all the stuff he's been charged of at that time. Yeah. But it like they got taken off of 1350 because of issues. And then, you, right? Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I had Ken on my show a couple of weeks ago, and he, he even told the story. He's like, yeah, they a local businessman called 1350 and said, Google him. Yep. And they pulled the show. Yep. So, like, my point is, it wasn't like this was just all out of nowhere. In the register, instead of investigating it, they're running puff pieces on him. Yeah. The- well, I mean, someone someone has to someone has to make the call, right? The, for the register, they got to say, this is what we want to do. It's not up to... Yeah, I don't know. It's not up to, uh, you know, Tommy Birch over there to be like, I'm no. just going to do a piece. Abs- it's absolute, it's, it, this goes way up the ladder. Yeah. This is not yeah. Tommy or Randy or any guys like that. Yeah. And that's not their beats anyways. Like, they wouldn't be the – it would be news, I would think. I don't, sure. This would not be a sports story, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I just, like – I look back on it now, and I, like, and how does he keep getting jobs? Like, how does he keep getting in the press box at Notre Dame? You know what I mean? That's <laughs> like, what all I'm, this stuff, yeah. That's what I – that's where, like, to me, like, I'm more none – none of this stuff that I read was new. I've known this stuff for years. Yeah. Um, There's, I look back and I go, how – could this happen? It reminds me of the Fire Festival deal. Yep. It reminds me a little bit of Get Me Roger Stone. A little bit of that. Like it. Do you? Do you? It, and here's the thing. And there I, could I won't be even, a movie about. I this. won't even ask you to weigh in because this is where you know it's like personal opinion is, I guess, irrelevant. But you look at those uh, Fire Festival is is a good one. When you look at that and you you ask yourself, was the original intent good? Was the original intent good for that documentary and for Marty? Did this start out as um, I plan to do something good um, with good intentions, and then it goes awry? And because it went awry, you go down this rabbit hole yeah. and you start making one bad decision after another. Or was the intent from the very beginning to defraud? And that's where I think it at least matters, right? To, yeah, the, I don't to, know. The, to the character of the person, because I think we can all understand it just went bad. And and then they were stuck and they didn't know what to do versus the You're just trying to dig yourself the, out the Nigerian prince email which is fraud from the outset mm-hmm. right what about like is it, and I don't I don't know the answer to this but they always say like serial killers aren't born serial killers they start killing bugs yeah and then they they might be predisposed yeah, to yeah. more violence than some of the so disease. maybe you know Marty 
wasn't this crook all along and he grew to become it, or I, I don't know. And and again, he's still innocent until yeah. proven guilty, but it just... Some people have more trouble understanding what right and wrong is than, than others, you know? It's, it's as simple as that. It, it sucks, though. It's not a good day. Um, it's good that he's behind bars if he did all these things and all that, but it's still like... It's still a human... It's still like yeah. It, I mean, I don't have a lot of sympathy for him in the sense of like what city have you reported like missing yeah. child support hearings and stuff like that. Like that to me kind of makes you a zero in my book. But I don't know. Like I think it makes us like I just look around. It, that, that I just can't get off of like how did this keep happening? That's I guess that's where I get stuck on this deal. If if how did he keep getting jobs? If there's a, if there's any solace in this and it's and it's. You know, nobody deserves to have their money stolen. I don't want to create this impression that I'm okay with it. But I think the people that were ripped off in this are wealthy individuals. And it's not like they couldn't feed their families because of it. I think a crime is a little bit different. Not all, though. Yeah, I, I mean, you hear about these fraudulent contractors think, that go around and take yeah. people's money to do things I in their homes and ruin them. Some of the ticket stuff, though. But Marty was doing stuff to, like, local businesses that are small businesses. Couldn't afford it. I mean, I heard him multiple times go on the air and just annihilate these small businesses that... And he wasn't afraid to do it, too. I mean, he had no shame in doing that. Like, I, I know there's times when you could use this platform to, to bash people, and it's just not... It's not a good look to do it. No, and, the, like, you... I don't know. The way I, the, with great power comes great responsibility, right? Yeah. That's a Spider-Man. How good does some bench sauce sound right about now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they owe me thousands. They owe Jason thousands, I should say. That's that's the one exception right there. Yeah. He did, he did, well, he did that it. deal pissed me off like yeah. because they lied. Yeah. Like, But whatever. I, I don't even care. I'll go there. I love their pizza. <laughs> that they had like three different owners though, and that's where it got all mixed up. You know so what it's you need not to do. the, the current guy doesn't have anything to do. They with They didn't it. know the debt they were taking yeah. on. The current guy has nothing to do with it, so that's why I, I, it's yeah, water yeah, yeah. under the bridge. I'm not even gonna go there. Yeah. Um, it's the people before. Yeah. The per, the current ones. Um. Anyways, where was I going? Something about great power. That's yeah. Well, it just like when you do have a mouthpiece and you can do like why don't I do good with it try to at least you know what I mean like so one thing I'm most proud of a cyclone fanatic like we've raised well over a hundred thousand dollars for charities since since our current ownership group took it look we got to be close to 125 at this point yep and you know we don't do everything perfectly but what's the point in being petty and I, I don't know like it just it's sad to me. the The reason I'm sad today is because I think there's a theory out there, Mark, and you di and you're correct that a lot of these people are well off and stuff, but a lot of smaller people got hurt by that guy too. Like we had a story today. A guy emailed us at the station about Marty taking advantage of his dad, like however many years ago, yeah. and like just it's like '97 or '98, wasn't it? Yeah, I think, you, I think, we're, talk I think we're talking about the same thing. I think he posted it on Twitter. Yeah. Like that's <clears> the type of stuff that nobody even knows about mm -hmm. that. You feel bad for all those people who were just trying to grow their businesses, and this guy's got a talk show, and you know, you know who he is. And sometimes, like in, in Marty was a guy who, I mean, he could he could sell ice to an Eskimo. That's yep. the type of guy he was. Talented. And yep, he was talented. So we'll we'll see how it all plays out. But I, 
I don't know. I don't think it's a celebratory day. Like to me, like it's it's good that it's catching up to him, and I'm that's the right way. That's how it should be. But it's also like I just think of all the victims here, and like like how many people were mentioning the there's how that party that was going after him or whatever, and the indictment. But there's so many more. Yeah, the indictment I think had eight, maybe eight yeah, people. Yeah, there's a lot more victims than eight people, and it's been going on a lot longer than. They but I think that was one and a half million bucks just from those eight people. <laughs> you know, there's obviously yeah, there's there's a lot more beyond that. Um, but yeah, it's it it it's, it sucks that you can't trust everybody in this world that says they're you know gonna give you something and then they don't. But it it is what it is. So, Nick, do you got a game for us or something? Uh, I mean, we can call it a game. It's a, you know, Valentine, a little, it's a little, Valentine's Day thing. A little, little change of pace, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, I don't know, I guess I'm not claiming I made it up. So it's a little bit like, uh, what, shag, marry, kill? Yeah, we steal stuff all the time here. It's fine. And that, uh, well, I, I didn't I didn't find this anywhere. So I'm going to give you three uh, people in your lives. You listening, Chris? I'm listening. And then I'm going to give you three uh, Valentine's Day presents to give. <laughs> Okay. And you're going to decide which, which one goes to who. All right. All right? Okay. So this, this like most of my ideas, is probably going to suck. Who's going but, first? Uh, you are, Charter. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I figure you kind of get the ball rolling, rolling in those uh, crazy directions. I'm so, ready. Um, remember, if, if you're not sure about something, take your mind to like the worst possible like, place. Okay. And that's, that's where I was going with that. Take so, it. Okay. Got uh, it. Charter, you got uh, your wife. Yeah. Your mom. Yep. And your, your assistant. Okay. Uh, Katie, Katie, Nancy. <laughs> All right, we're ready. You have a uh, an eggplant shaped sex toy, <laughs> a poopy diaper scented Yankee candle, nice, and three hundred and sixty five pink t shirts that say "I love you." <laughs> that have to be worn every day. This for is easy. That have to be worn every day. Yep. Okay. So you can see the same pink t shirt every day that says "I love you." Uh. Well, so this is a this is a matter of the fact that Chris can pull. My wife doesn't listen to this all the time, and he's my probably wife. true. My wife, I don't think, has ever listened to an episode. of the My film. wife listens the minute it comes out because she wants she to know what's giving her the stuff I've, I've, She needs I've to said. prepare her friends. So, so in order for me to not get kicked, in order for me to not get kicked out of the bed, she's probably listening on the toilet today. Yeah, yeah. In order for me to not get kicked out of the bed, I'm, gi- I'm giving my wife the the um, the eggplant was eggplant shaped sex toy. Yeah, that's going that's going it, home to my wife. I don't know, maybe it even maybe it looks like the emoji. You know. Like, okay. Yeah, that's going home to my wife, uh, and I'm sure she'll enjoy it. So that that will be her gift. Um, and then I'm gonna give. Uh, uh, I'll give KK the T-shirts. The the I I love you. You want to walk into this office every day seeing a T-shirt says I love you. I love you. Um, well, I don't. Well, I guess she could use the candle at home, but I think she would use the poop scented uh, candle in the office, which I don't like. Okay. So so right. so I'm gonna so get sorry, I'm gonna mom. give her and and mom who who I don't need to spend a lot of time over at my mother's house. She gets the poop scented candle. So uh, sorry, mom. But that's <laughs> See, I kind of thought that Katie would get the candle. KK. My, okay. Just because she's expecting and needs to get used to this, the smell. Get, get used to the scent of <laughs> yeah. poop. That's yeah. not a bad one. Okay. It's like a layered candle where like, it was a different, like, oh, this one's like Thai food, and then this one's just like a regular. Yeah. All right. I, I've answered. Those <clears throat> are right. my answers. I feel good about them. Williams. You got uh, your grandma. You got Lindsay Fennelly. My grandmas are both dead. Let's assume they're alive. <laughs> right? There's there's some assumptions that need to be made here, okay? So pick your Just play pick, along, pick your favorite grandma. 
Uh, and well, I only knew one of them. The other one was dead before I was born. There you go. Thanks for clarifying. Okay, Just so saying. Grandma, focus. focus. Lindsay Finley. Interesting. So okay. uh, your sister-in-law. Which you one? Got, uh, I have two sisters. Okay, pick which one, man. I don't care. Alexa no no one here cares either. Pick the one that looks like Rachel Lee Cook <laughs> a little bit. I don't know what that means. <laughs> she's an. You ever seen uh, She's All That, the movie with uh, Freddie Prince Jr.? Yeah. Okay. The, that the, girl? the main character. Oh, okay. Your, sis- your sister-in-law looks a little bit like her in the face. Okay. okay. All right. All right. We got our people picked out now? Yeah. Okay. Jesus. So, so it's Grandma Alexa. Grandma Jean, Alexa, and Lindsay Finley. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. You got uh, some Tom Eads game used underwear framed. <laughs> you know what game I'm talking about, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, 12 ounces of uh, Katie Trotter's breast milk <laughs> and a uh, 28.8 uh, modem that's connected to everything in your life. So every time you turn on your phone, they you, see. Get, uh, <laughs> you get this in your life. Right. God, I missed that sound. Okay. Go ahead and answer. Um, Lindsay Fennelly is getting the um, Tom Eads underwear. Because I think she's the only person who would truly appreciate it. <laughs> yep. Being the basketball junkie that she is. Yep. I actually, knowing Lindsay, her and Billy would hang that up with pride. <laughs> they would put it in a frame and they would they would hang that up. Um, I want to give the breast milk to Alexa because Alexa has a infant son. So well played. She could put it to use. Yeah, I mean, like maybe she dries up. Yep. Oh, for crying out loud. She could freeze it. Yep. It's a practical gift. And then my grandma's dead, so the annoying <laughs> the annoyingness of oh the <laughs> deal, like I mean, she's literally dead and her body's probably decomposed and whatnot anyway, so it wouldn't even bother her. So I feel like that's pretty simple. All right, well thanks literal Larry. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh This game was gonna suck on its own. We didn't need you pulling any other air out of it. Every well, uh, let's clarify who we're talking about. Which which sister in law? Which uh, which grandma? Got, I I felt like I answered those very well. I've got so many of them. Blah blah blah. So you didn't you didn't create any for yourself, Nick? You were just selfless in this? Yep. That's that's very nice. That's that's what I do. I'm a selfless kind of person. That's very nice. We need to uh, give a shout out to our boy Ryan Grove. Is that it? That's the game. I got I got another round. Oh, okay. Uh, give no. Ryan Grove a shout okay, out. Let's do about Ryan Grove. No, okay. No, let's, let's take a little commercial break. A little halftime. We'll do a little commercial break. Speaking of uh, giving bad gifts to people, no, it's like we got to work on the segues here. Yeah. Give the good gift of real estate to your friends and family <laughs> by hiring Ryan Grove up at Ames. At Hunziker. Ryan, by the way, texted me. Ryan uh, heard that that uh, several of us are going to be down in Kansas City, and he would love to join a Fawcast episode down there if we can uh, fit it in. So that's really kind of up to Williams, unless I have my own podcast equipment by that point. Uh, but Ryan says that would be a great one for him to be let's, on. Yeah, let's see, like, the schedule. Okay. Because that's really what it – Yes, yeah. for me. Yeah. So, Ryan, you're on standby, but who should not be on standby is anybody looking to buy and sell a home right now up in Ames or the areas north of Ames or west of Ames or east of Ames, uh, south of Ames. Go ahead and call us. That's fine. Uh, Ryan Grove at Hunziker. Yeah, happy We've to help people, you. have seen people, guys, buy their wives' houses. You know, Jim bought Pam a house. Yeah. Which it kind of sucked, right? Because yeah. he didn't use a realtor. Yeah. He didn't use Ryan Grove up in Ames. You know what really pisses you know? me off? Jim and Pam. These Christmas commercials where people are buying their wife like a Lexus. Uh, <laughs> and then there was the one this year where the husband like takes his wife out and gets her there's, an SUV. There's and two she's of them. Like, oh, I got you one too. 
It's like screw you, people. What about what about the well, truck the truck yeah. one that was popular when he buys two trucks and she's like, the red one's mine. Oh yeah, that was. Like, That's oh, the okay. one I was referencing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'll. That, is, does anybody find that offensive? Eh, a little bit. You've heard the story about when I bought my wife a car. It didn't go over well at all. <laughs> I didn't know you did that. Yeah, I've told what that you, story on here, dude. Oh, you have? Yeah, I bought her a car and surprised her with it in the garage, and she cried and slammed the door in my face. I, I've never heard this story, Mark. What? I swear to God, I have not heard this story. I was, sh- I was. I didn't being, know the slamming the I was, door. Was, I was being part. chivalrous. She was pregnant. That's what she says. She blames emotions for whatever so why emotions right away. So her, she had her her parents used Lexus, which was worth about eight nine grand at the time, right? But it was a Lexus. Um, and the heat. Oh, I feel the, so sorry for her. The, the heat. The heat went out. Okay, the heat went out. You know, you could just take it to a mechanic and get it fixed. <laughs> yeah. So me being me. Right, I call I call my buddy Joe across from Atlanta. I'm like, "Hey, dude, I gotta fix your car." But instead of that, how about we just buy her a brand new car? So I go in there, do all the paperwork, pick it out, Chevy Equinox, about a thirty-five thousand dollar car ish, right? Brand new though, not used. And I come home. She's in the house. I go inside and go, "Hey, I want to show you something on your car." Um, so she comes out to the garage. I say, did you have a bow on it? No bow, but I said, see, that's where you I said, wrong. look, I, I go, I, <laughs> the said, bow sells I it. said, look, I fixed your car <clears throat> and showed her the brand new car and she immediately starts crying and slams the door and goes inside. So, I'm so like, what was the reason? And, I, and I, I literally, I'm standing there in the garage. I'm thinking to myself, I maybe even said it out loud. That didn't go as I <laughs> why, expected. Why is go. your wife so unappreciative? <laughs> she was mad because she didn't get to pick out the car. She didn't get to pick the color. She, you know, and, and, and over time, she got to like the car. It ended up being a good car. But I think, honestly, it was her being a bit bougie that she had just downgraded from a Lexus to a Chevy. That's what I think it really was. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, but then she like after the tear stop, she's like, "Well, it's got a lot of leg room, and it's actually a pretty good car." So, <laughs> and the heat works. So the point is, men out there, if you're thinking about buying your wife a car for Valentine's Day, uh, you might want to make sure she wants that car. <laughs> no, make sure it's a Lexus. No offense, Mark. Normal people don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So it was a bad night. <laughs> we all know Mark's not a normal person, though. It, it I was, know. Right? You know? Yeah. So, I mean, it was a bad night. So anyway, I don't want to – hey, my wife's already mad at me probably for three things on this episode. It's Valentine's Day. So let's make her more mad, Nick, and give her uh, another round. Maybe she was constipated. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) What's up? What do we got? Uh, We're going to bring Hollis into this one here. Oh, my daughter. Uh, Yeah, your daughter, uh, your mother-in-law. Yeah, Jane. And uh, your son's teacher. And let's just go ahead. I don't know uh, who who your kid's teacher is. That's uh, Mrs. Peterson. Okay, so good. Um you have a, a medieval double-headed battle axe. Okay. A, uh, a, a bikini that's like 98% transparent. Like there's not much left of the imagination. Okay. So what, are we seeing nipples? Use whatever you want, man. Okay. <laughs> right out the freaking rules to this thing. Okay. Uh, and then a, a shake weight that gets used uh, oh, yeah. every time they're out in public. Oh, shake weight. Um. I'm gonna give the I'll give the shake weight to my to my mother-in-law, uh, <laughs> because she's getting older. Does she look the the hello Irene arms? She's getting older. Yeah, she's getting older. She probably probably use it. I don't <laughs> probably use it. I don't know. I don't I don't. Yeah. And then uh, there's no way in hell my daughter's wearing that bikini, so I got to give that to the teacher. Hopefully she appreciates the <laughs> gift. It's the thought that counts. 
And then my daughter. Hey, where'd you get the bikini? Oh. My daughter apparently gets a battle axe that uh, I will promptly we'll take away, so she doesn't kill my other children. She can fight so off boys with it. With it, so that's where I'm going. It so. won't have any squishy, stress relieving material in it. Yeah, that she can. She uh, can't get high on. Yeah, yeah. what that, a crazy story. That's that was. my. Uh, those are my answers. I'm I'm comfortable with those. All right. Uh, Chris, you got uh, your wife. Okay. Your best friend's wife. Who's my best friend? I don't know. That's, that's, uh, I mean, that's Crystal Bloom. Okay. I thought Crystal about Bloom. going that run. Okay. And then uh, an, an, an aunt of yours. I don't Do you have an aunt or are they all I dead have, too? I have Aunt Deb and Clorinda. I have Aunt Debbie in Dallas. Aunt Sherry Debbie in, does Dallas. Aunt Sherry in um, Phoenix. Which one's the most? Aunt Carla and Clorinda. Okay. So which one's the most conservative? And Aunt Barb and Clorinda. Which one goes to church like seven days a week? Uh, none of them are um, God-fearing. My aunt Deb is very conservative to the point where she like, she's the she type voted that, for Trump. She <laughs> posts like fake news all over all right, Facebook let's go with Deb. all the time. Right, is it Deb? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's Deb and Clorinda, not Debbie and Dallas. All right, we're all gonna right. go Deb and Clorinda. So you got your, your wife, best friend's wife, and uh, aunt. Okay, okay. Ashley, Crystal, and Deb. Right. You got uh, love all three of those. Nice, a nice set of uh, nipple tassels. <laughs> What are the like? What's a nipple tassel? It's like a little uh, rope that kind of swings from the booby as they swing. Like a belly dancer might use them. Yeah, yeah. It's like a toy. That's a, it's, a, it's an accoutrement. Uh, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's what it is. All right. Yeah. Um, a a rusted out bright green 1982 Ford Fiesta. Okay. And then uh, the gift of five guys fries as their only food for an entire year. Ooh, God, that sounds good. So you're getting you're getting someone kind of big here and someone really tired of of some French fries. Well, um, I'm gonna give Bloom's wife the nipple tassels <laughs> just because yeah. of gift to my friend. <laughs> She'd appreciate that. Well, actually, Bloom would appreciate that. Yeah, yeah it's for rent. Huh? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna give my wife the car because I feel like we could have a really good bonding time be good for the marriage to fix it up <laughs> driving around that yeah we put it in the garage take, take and we work for on a ride it. yeah like, and then uh aunt dub likes french fries all right yeah that's that's go. the route i would go okay. and she's the oldest so most cl- closest so she to death so she's you're the, gonna put her over the edge yeah the cholesterol i'm heart, just saying whatever, she's the going. closest to death anyways and she's had the fullest life and doesn't have a child like d- relying on her to be so healthy. she was the expendable one here. I don't mean it that way, but I think that she'd be the one who's least amount impacted by eating all the fries. <laughs> Chris, Chris thinks right. these things through. They're well thought out. Yeah, that's... Uh, well, I mean, if I'm going to play the game, I'm going to play it right. Why? What do I mean, you mean, this isn't... This isn't having a real game. There's no... I, I awarded you no points. The, Maybe uh, this should be a new deal. Every At the end of every podcast, you have these ultimatums for us. All right. I like we can this. we can do something like that. By the way, um, I th- I think with Chris's permission, we don't need his permission. But uh, uh, you've obviously noticed that Nick's been on the forecast a lot recently. Oh, really? Most <laughs> not all, not every. Oh, week, sorry but, to annoy you, Chris. But most weeks, I like Nick. But uh, we, meaning myself, and then Chris, Chris gives Chris approval, which is kind of like this. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> That's how Chris' <laughs> approval works. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nick is officially joining us as a co-host, so we're 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 back to a three-man squad. So it's Nick's job. So we need to come new... up. Nick Nick is the stat guy. 
Uh, Nick is. Nick, we need a new picture. We need a new picture. And uh, although I don't think we can ever technically officially retire Gray with an X on his face, <laughs> I think that's a great picture to have on there. We uh, need a picture of us three and then Gray, like in the background, sitting on a toilet with his like hands in his face and an X over his. We whole need box. Johnny Illustrated to get <laughs> wow. on this if if he wants to. To help us out with a new logo, can't they? We'll, can't we'll let's you. call LC at the daily and have the kids get on some some promotional. LC could do that. Yeah, yeah that that would be that would be fun. Um, we'll we'll figure it out. But anyway, Nick's Nick's now part of the crew. And sorry, everybody. Nick Nick brings hot band takes and hot ultimatums as far as what we're gonna. do. You know that that uh, we had that first guy that came in for the uh, the hair night. Yeah, and uh, you're like, oh yeah, hey, this is Nick. He's been on the podcast too, and uh, he's the one with the awful band takes. And the guy goes, "You know what? I kind of agree with him." Yeah, <laughs> he did. Like, oh, all right, I he did. It. I love <laughs> it. Yeah, hair night, hair night. We had several Fockers here. That was fun. So thanks for showing up to that. If you, if you, oh, it was like what, like ninety percent Cyclone fans. Oh yeah, a lot of Iowa State fans in the house. KK even asked for Hawk fans. Like, yeah, she two. had to beg people to put their hand up too. So uh, that was anyway, a good time. Welcome, Nick. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to everybody. If you can't get laid tonight, you just can't get laid, right? And that's what we'll close out on. (laughs) Peace.